I shut everything I was doing down just now to to address two things. One, I'm addressing the gun control issue we have in this nation. Not gun removal, but gun control. I'm, I'm, I'm addressing that, which leads me to point two, why the fuck I'm getting out of America. So I got a notification from the New York Times. This notification read, a man in Texas fatally shot at least five people, including an eight-year-old, after he was asked to stop firing a weapon in his yard, officials say. The violence that is happening is very, very, very indiscriminate. Y'all gotta care enough about your own kids to change these laws, right? Y'all care enough about your kids to change this stuff, right? Y'all care enough about your kids to hold these politicians accountable, right? And I know my my podcast... Here we go. Kill Kim in the building. Tip set. You know what it is. My man ain't trapped. I feel so epic, no homo. What's going on, folks? This is Daryl, your host of the Narratives Over Wine and Whiskey podcast, where we discuss topics that impact black and or millennial communities while having a good drink. Very impromptu episode. Um, but I'm going to kick it off as I always do, just to, to stay on uh, stay on trend, um, stay on schedule. You know how I do. Got this amazing, amazing scotch that I found um, found over the summer. It's called Spayburn. Ten-year-aged, single malt scotch. Um, I mean, I think price point was something like $30. Um, that's that I found over the summer. Summer hasn't started yet. Found it over the past couple months, though. But yeah, great, great single malt. If you're looking for a a solid one, I'd say go ahead and grab it. Um, $20, $30. But the store that I purchased it at, um, who will remain unnamed because they won't be getting any more of my business. They uh, they made some poor decisions on on Instagram um, and and did not show respect to, to some black women. So they won't be getting any more of my money. But um but before that happened, I purchased this purchased this bottle from them, and um, and I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. Cheers. Super smooth. I I shut everything I was doing down just now to to address two things. One, I'm addressing gun control issue we have in this nation not gun removal but gun control I'm, I'm, I'm addressing that which leads me to point two why the fuck I'm getting out of America um, I'm, I'm hurt right now I am hurt and I am hurt because one humans died but To me, more importantly, a child died, another child, um, due to the ease of access that people have to firearms in the United States of America. So I got a notification on, um, 
from the New York Times. I get all their their breaking news notifications, uh, for better or for worse. This notification read, A man in Texas fatally shot at least five people, including an eight-year-old, after he was asked to stop firing a weapon in his yard, officials say. This this was from this morning. Um, so, you know, this is the, the past... 30 minutes right now it is it is noon 1201 to be exact on saturday april the 29th and the nation is burning not literally but certainly figuratively Um, children are dying the number one reason for child deaths in this nation is not cancer it's not car accidents it's not accidentally swallowing a battery Um, it is due to firearms and the access ease ease of access to them Um, it's not i don't know it it, it's not a the mass shootings specifically but is the ease of access that people have and children have to getting to firearms or their proximity to them Certainly, right? Because unless you're proximate to the firearm, um, whether you are wielding it or it is being weld against you, either way, um, that is what is causing the death deaths of children across this country, and we don't care. So what? Now I can't ask my neighbor to stop shooting his gun in his front yard because he might shoot me. Well, guess what? The stray bullet that he has might, like, (laughs) we are so afraid of one another that we are making irresponsible decisions and we will not just let go of this, not even let go of access to guns. I'm not telling people that. I get it. I get it. There's some scary stuff going on out here. You want to be able to protect your family. Um, if someone kicks my door in, I, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um, you know, make sure that they can't do that again. Um, but where do we draw the line in how we regulate the way in which people can get these firearms? North Carolina just passed a law saying that you don't even need to, uh, to get a permit to get a handgun so now i can buy any firearm i want in the state of north carolina permitless how responsible is that we don't do serious background checks um, if, I'm not, if i'm not mistaken in japan you have to have a background check mental evaluation and express reasoning behind why you need a firearm in order to purchase one that's not outlandish to me. I feel like that makes sense. If we could divorce racism from the systems that we have in place in America, that that is very, very logical. But here we are. We've got five people murdered today, this morning, on a Saturday. They thought they had the day off. They thought they were going to spend time with their families. Like...
don't get calloused to this. There is a child that is dead. There is a child who was murdered, right? Life happens. And dead is dead, yes. But if a child dies of natural causes and, you know, that couldn't have been prevented, I truly believe that that no evil was done. Like, it still hurts, it's still painful. Um, but, but when evil, evil acts take the life of a child and we have a chance to fix it and we don't, what does that say about us? What does that say about our, our system? What does that say about our legislators? What does that say about the fucking NRA that has its hands in the pockets of so many politicians on both sides of the aisle? I'm not just calling out the Republicans. Yes, the Republicans talk that talk, but there are Democrats. There are Democrats across this country, especially in these these very, very conservative states who are getting money from the, the NRA and other you know gun advocacy um, organizations as well. I'm not going to bite my tongue. If you're offended by my language, guess what? I'm offended that another child is dead. Don't be so Christian that you can't hear a curse word, but you can't speak out against the evils that are being done in this nation. I, I, <laughs> I have a two-year-old son. I'm going to move on to that second point I was making. I have a two-year-old son who my wife and I do not feel comfortable raising in this country and one part of it is uh is the racism is the you know police brutality is the violence against black people um and more specifically black males um especially the systematic violence and oppression of us so that is that is a a major part of it but that's not the only part that because the probability right there's a higher probability that um, that you'll get into a car crash and a plane accident where people are scared of plane accidents, right? Well, or scared of getting on planes. Well, when you're talking about probabilities, right? There's a great chance that my son will never have any um, what's the word I'm looking for? Any uh, fatal interaction with the police. There's a great chance, like probability-wise, but the stressors that he knows he's more likely than, you know, white boy John down the street to either engage in a fatal scenario with the police officer or to have someone that he identifies with and associates himself with do the same, that's a stressor that I don't need him to have. But like I said, racism is only one part of it because everybody dying with these uh, or dying due to these guns is not a black person or a brown person or an Asian person or or however you want to classify um, folks. Not not you know, everybody getting shot is not a a trans black woman. Um, like the violence that is happening is very 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 indiscriminate. Nashville, 
Christian school, a bunch of white kids died. <laughs> Y'all gotta care enough about your own kids to change these laws, right? Because when we're talking about, you know, the largest percentage of voters, we're talking about white Americans by far. Y'all care enough about your kids to change this stuff, right? Y'all care enough about your kids to hold these politicians accountable, right? And I know my po- my podcast is very strongly targeted to young, black, college-educated folks. Um, or young, black entrepreneurs. Or young, black people who make an effort, effort to self-educate. Like, there's a demographic that I target, but I hope that this hits a couple white people y'all care enough about this country to make sure that it's sustainable and doesn't implode right because y'all's kids are dying the same way our kids are dying due to lax gun regulations if any I don't understand it Do I think that people shouldn't own guns? I would prefer it. But at the same time, that's not the world we live in. Now, do I think that we need to do some more serious evaluations of people buying guns and those who already own them? And if need be, remove those guns from those people who are unstable? For sure. Yes. And you know what? Y'all gonna say, well, pry it from my cold, dead fingers. Well, guess what? They can do that, too. If you're not mentally stable, if you can't take someone asking you not to shoot your gun in your front yard, then do you deserve to have that firearm? I don't care if it's your property. You are endangering the lives of everyone around that property. Because guess what? Everything that goes up must come down. If you shoot a gun into the air, then it comes down and boom, you have somebody dead. That's murder. You don't have the right to take a life. None of us do. So I won't be in the United States of America for very much longer. Um, (laughs) Racism gun violence um, healthcare system the way we do capitalism in a very 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 slave like manner um, treating people like we own them nah, nah this isn't for me dog and it's not because I'm not strong enough to deal with it I'm strong enough to know that I don't have to I'm not putting any edits on this episode. I'm not cutting anything. Giving it to you raw. I'll yeah, I'll chop up the the little teaser on the front end per usual. You know, you gotta you gotta give people something, let them know what they're listening to. But no edits. 15 minutes and 45, 46, 47 seconds of me. My emotion.
This episode of the Narratives Over Wine and Whiskey podcast has been brought to you by Dollars and Stories, LLC, helping organizations tell the stories that allow them to raise the dollars necessary to continue having the impact our communities need. For more info, visit dollarsandstories.com.